Thanks for joining the Rethink and Retool podcast with Mayhul Mankad, MD, where we take a look at the people side of healthcare and new ideas about enhancing overall well-being. So welcome, the doctor is in the house. Welcome to Rethink and Retool, sponsored by Alliance Health. This is Mayhul Mankad, psychiatrist and chief medical officer for Alliance. Today on Rethink and Retool, we're going to start with a recipe. You take one part first-generation college student, one part all-ACC linebacker and two-time team champion at the University of North Carolina, one part NFL pro football player for the Miami Dolphins, and one part graduate degree in mental health counseling. Mix that all together, and what do you get? Well, you get Dwight Hollier, senior associate athletic director in charge of student athlete health, well-being, and program outreach. I can't think of anyone I'd rather talk to about the impact of athletics on the body and mind. Let's get started. Mr. Dwight Hollier. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us on uh, the Rethink and Retool podcast. Really appreciate uh, you taking some time with us. Well, Doc, I appreciate the invitation. Uh, it's, it, I'm excited to have this conversation. Um, you know, as you probably know, and, and part of the reason we're having this conversation is uh, mental health is is pretty important to me, and um, and something that I think I've worked my career to 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 work on. I, you know, I would love for us to get into that topic. Um, when I think of student athletes of any age, uh, or you know, old timers like me that try to get out there and do you know whatever we do, um, my mind automatically goes to the benefits of athleticism, exercise, you know, that whole domain. You know, I think of setting goals. I think of people achieving. Um, I think of uh, the pride that people take mm -hmm. and the joy that people experience personally and by watching others that they care about succeed. Um, and that's the easy part. Hmm. Um, what, what is that leaving out? Well, you know, I think that we, we do often focus on that part. The, the, I wouldn't call it easy, but I, I think it oh, is, a good point. Is, is certainly beneficial. Um, it is it is uh, gratifying. There, there are a lot of adjectives to describe um, that side, that positive side of, of athletics. Um, underneath that, though, is the the work that it takes in order to to perform at, at uh, and I'm at a university. So to perform at a, a uni university level at a D1 uh, university at on the college level period and even in high school, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of uh, study, of preparation, of uh, preparing your body, of, you know, trying to uh, fuel your body the right way. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, and, and injuries happen. And there are a lot of, you know, in addition to that, there's the stressors of just being a student, uh, of having to, you um, perform academically, uh, taking tests and writing papers and, um, and, and not to mention the social aspects of, of college life. 
Um, and then on top of that, you throw a pandemic in the mix. And, uh, and, and that creates a whole nother level of challenges for, um, for everyone, for everyone, including myself. And, you know, I throw myself in that bucket. I mean, it, you know, these last couple of years have been the most challenging, I think, uh, for a lot of people. And wow. that's true for, for athletes in the way that they compete and, and the things that they've had to endure in order to be able to compete. Uh, and, and even the time when they were not able to compete. And for some of our athletes, you know, they were uh, getting ready to perform, um, getting prepared. Uh, I, yeah, I recall, uh, you, know, you know, we had a, an undefeated team that was uh, on their way to a terrific year. And we had to end that season in the middle of oh. it. And, uh, and and it was one of the most difficult conversations to, to be a part of. Um, you know, we had other athletes who were competing uh, in, a, in a championship and uh, didn't get to compete and had to come back home because of, you know, everything shut down. So there were some real... Um, challenges uh and I'm, I'm using challenges but it, it you know there's probably a better descriptor of that uh well that you know I, I think challenges i think that's that's a, a great way to phrase it and as you were speaking you know and kind of thinking about your background as a mental health clinician yourself with that training it sounds like some of those challenges are internal uh, that the person puts on themselves mm -hmm. Uh, their expectations, uh, both in their athletic life uh, and then in their life outside of athletics and trying to find that right balance. Um, and then some of those challenges, as you were speaking, are external, right? They are either imposed by others or uh, random acts uh, that that happen to people mm -hmm. uh, that are really out of their control. And And I just wonder if you're the person at the middle of all this and you're trying to make sense of the world, you know, what sort of guidance do you give to those uh, student athletes? Well, one thing I will say is, is uh, we have a fantastic um, sports psychology uh, and counseling uh, program. Um, we have three full-time clinicians that work in our athletic department led by Dr. Jenny Shannon, who's a uh, sports and performance psychologist. Um, along with Brendan Carr, uh, Dr. Brendan Carr, who's also a sports and performance psychologist, and uh, Sydney Young, who is a uh, who is a licensed clinical social worker, and uh, you know the the three of them uh, work to support our student athletes in a in a terrific way. And so, um, you know, as far as you know, how do we communicate to the student athletes who find themselves in those challenging situations, um, you know, I, I, I honestly leave it to uh, our our resident experts to to do that. Um, but I think it's it, it's, you know, one understanding that the the landscape is very different than it was when I was a student athlete, you know, when we we are we're in a different place where when I was a student athlete, we were told to uh, uh, suck it up get your butt back out there. What's wrong with That's you? Right. You know, you, you brush that off. You get back out there, you shake it off. Um, and, and, and don't dare cry. What, 
what is that a tear? You know, it's a different world now. And I think one of the great things that we've been able to do is just have conversations about mental health out in the open um, and in making it plain. You know, last week we had a, a, a mental health uh, forum that we um, that was organized through our, our, our uh, mental health group. And it was a, a mental health TED talk uh, style conversations and uh, we had six or uh, five or six student athletes get up and do a TED talk about their own mental health uh, uh, challenges and, uh, and the room is filled with their colleagues their their classmates oh, wow. their, uh, other student athletes and it is one of the most powerful things that that I've been a part of and I think that that's one of the one of the real keys to um really addressing the challenges around mental health is just having conversations. It's just putting it out there. It's, it's making it plain, making it part of the area, everyday conversations um, and, and not hiding it in a way that it's been hidden for so many communities uh, in the past and so many people um, uh, in the past. So the more that we can do that, the more uh, student athletes will have the comfort to speak up and come forward when they find themselves faced with challenges. That sounds great. Um, we are going to take a quick break, uh, but when we come back, we are going to hear about Dwight's guilty pleasure. At Alliance, we empower communities. We work through a system of care to build on strengths of individuals, forge partnerships, improve access to services, and tell the story of the people we serve in a more complete way. By providing the diverse communities we serve the tools they need to succeed, from education and training to the development of care guidelines to wayfinding through the system, we enable people to lead healthier, more satisfying lives. That's the Alliance way. All right, we are back with Dwight Hollier from UNC Athletics. Um, so let's get to the bottom of the matter, the, the, the critical issue, and that is breakfast cereal. <laughs> what so, does Dwight Hollier eat in the morning? Well, I, I don't eat breakfast cereal. How, how about Not that? now, but I, I have a favorite from when I was a, a, a kid growing up and, and it is Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. And what is it about Captain Crunch? Well, you know, I've, I've thought a lot, a lot about that. And I think the, the allure was that we couldn't afford Captain Crunch. Oh. So when we got it, it was really, really special. I mean, oh, it was that's really nice. special. So I think the, the fact that it was, you know, one of those um, high cost things that, you know, when you get it, it's, it, it, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, yeah. I, I, oh, that's a special I'm memory. I'm trying to make comparisons in my yeah. mind to, to nowadays. And it's, it, you know, it was just, it was, a, it was a special thing because it was, no, it was something that you didn't have very often. And when you when you had it, you you treasured it. Yeah. Uh, it also disappeared in the day. But <laughs> right, you know, right. it, was, it was good eats. Uh, That's awesome. That time. 
All right. Well, if, if I if I see you on campus, I will uh, try to get you a, a bowl of Captain Crunch. You may or ah. may not eat it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Dwight, I, I wanted to see if you had some thoughts about something I've noticed uh, with a little bit of a younger crowd than the, the folks that you work with. But my guess is uh, as they age, you know, they do come into you uh, with the same background. And that is what I, what I at least have noticed over the past decade or so is, and I don't know what the right word is, but the professionalization of children's athletics. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, there were different seasons uh, for different sports. Everyone kind of agreed. And it was kind of the pinnacle for a lot of kids in middle school or high school to get to play on the A team or the varsity team or, you know, whatever it's called for, for that uh, year of their school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of the end all. Like if, you know, if you were like, you know, on the varsity football team, like that, that's, that's where you wanted to be. I'm seeing something so different now with, with year round sports, not only the, the pressure, but the cost, the uh, loss of, you know, weekends uh, for the parents, they're traveling all over the region, sometimes the country, um, and um, the ability for uh, students to cross train and pick up different skills is, I, in my opinion, it's lost, mm-hmm. um, all in the service of trying to be something. Um, and I wonder about the impacts that you see on the body and on the mind um, of these kids and, 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 you know, whether there is a benefit and a disadvantage. Just, I'm curious. Yeah, I, I think that there, there, one, there, that is that is definitely something that you see a lot of. It's the specialization that that is happening of of athletes specializing in a particular sport, and it becomes a, a year round. Um, uh, basketball is the easiest one to point to when you okay. you know you talk about AAU and and a lot of the programs that that again have you playing basketball year round um and, and you're right when i when i was coming up we you know we tried to play a little bit of everything and i think that that uh that opportunity to to you know play various sports also helped develop uh muscles necessary to for for longevity in in sports and one of the things that that um has been brought to light uh in the last 10 or 15 years is that those who uh, who end up specializing in sports uh, could potentially have a higher incidence of, of certain injuries, stress injuries, because of um, the sport that they've only focused on one certain set of muscle group uh, that that um, can create some challenges. Uh, I, I know that there are also uh, uh, sport coaches who would like to have access to a great athlete who is over doing one thing and you'd like to have them and have an opportunity to work with them. Um, but I, I, I think that the conversation, well, one, the opportunity, right? So the opportunity that a lot of uh, young people see, and, and, you know, I was one of them that it was, it was uh, the opportunity to go to college, or yeah, you know, through through sports, right. or maybe the military. Um, okay. you know, 
but that was those were those were my options right um there there was no money available for me to to go to college uh, any other way um and i think that that um influences a lot of young people uh and their families um and see this as a, a way out or an opportunity and will put up whatever they can in order to um pay for cover th that expense to work work out with a particular person or to play aau and travel team and and will do engage in fundraisers whatever it takes to to get there and i, I and i think that that's uh, that's important for for a lot of folks and uh and would have been important for me uh to be honest so it's it's two-sided uh, i i hear you mm -hmm. loud and clear i i wonder if there is a particular type of stress that comes with that sort of commitment. Um, I don't know uh, what your thoughts are in that regard. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think uh, some of it is is the, the kind of stress. Well, one, everyone's going to experience it different. You know, whatever that stress is, what, you know, you got five guys on a team on a uh, you know, all five guys are going to have different stress and will react to the, those stressors differently. Um, but there, there are stressors, you know, from the pressures they may feel from from family, the pressure to be successful, um, and, and some of it is is just pressure that that they put on themselves. Um, so it, it really depends on from person to person what that what that pressure is or what that uh, stressor is and how they react to those stressors. I wonder if there is, and I, I don't know if this has been studied, so I'd have to look this up myself, whether there's potentially a greater risk of early burnout um, or disillusionment if that is a sport that the child has been playing 12 months a year, mm -hmm. you know, for 10 years before they even get to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that that's a real possibility. And and um, and there have been examples uh, in my three and a half years here in, in the athletic department um, uh, that, you know, athletes who say, you know, I'm done. I've, I've done this long enough. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. I'm not attributing that to anything in particular, but I mean, that could potentially be it is is, you know, I, this has run its course with me and, and I'm tired and, and I, I'm, I think I'm done. Um, and, and, you know, at the same time you have parents who are pushing back and saying, you know, you know, or suggesting that, you know, you need to keep pushing through. Right. Right. Uh, delicate balance for sure. Um, mm -hmm. as you think about your footprint, uh, in the university and in athletics, um, you know, you've, you've carved out a very specific role. Um, what keeps you going? Why do you do what you do? That's a, that's a great question. And, you know, you know, one thing I'll say is this place where I am, has been special to me since I was uh, 17. Uh, since the first time I came on campus, um, it, it's been a, a place that I've really loved. And I've been able to, you know, take the things that I learned here, 
or, or you know, one of the things that I learned to love while I was here was was psychology that I took as an elective um, and ended up double majoring. Um, and, and psychology was one of those majors because it, you know, kind of became very intrigued. Um, fast forward, got a chance to play in the NFL, um, had a, a good experience going, um, but about year six or seven, I was, they were calling me the old dude in the locker room. And, you know, I was like 28. And wow. so, uh, and so I, I took that to say, hey, you probably should start preparing for something else. And and uh, psychology, again, was one of those things that spoke to me. And so I decided to get a master's degree and finish that before I finished playing down in Miami. That's remarkable. Um, and then um, was out of the game a year later and um, went to work right away. And and again, the work spoke to me. It was, you know, it's something that I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. And I attribute that uh, a lot to my to my family. You know, I mentioned, you know, we didn't have a whole lot when I was growing up, but no matter what we had, we had our door open to others. And and I think that that's the part of me, the the counselor of wanting to help others. Um, that's where it comes from. And um, and doing that work having a chance to go and work at the NFL and, and support and serve the, the NFL brotherhood and then uh, come back here to a place that again is very special to me and, and my family and met my wife here. Um, it, you know, it, it's, it's a really, really special opportunity to continue to serve and help provide opportunities for student athletes and student athletes who were like me, who were first generation uh, student athletes and, and, uh, and, and, you know, make sure that we have the right resources in place and, and that, you know, and ultimately that their, their mental health is well taken care of. I, I, I think that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and, and what better place to do it than, than in blue heaven, you know, it's, it's just a really special place. And, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm biased. I'm really biased about this place, um, but it it is it is pretty special. Dwight Hollier, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. The Rethink and Retool Healthcare in the New Era podcast is produced by Alliance Health, a North Carolina public managed care organization. The show is produced by Brandon Alexander. Our associate producer is Denise Dirks and executive producer is Doug Fuller. View our show notes and hear other episodes at alliancehealthplan.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in.